everyone, and welcome to another installment in our Magical Girl History Series here on Love and Justice, a serious, but not really that serious, serious is in quotations, Sailor Moon podcast. That's Kelby Joe McClellan. Oh, hello. And I'm Emma Fife. And today we are, you know, we're firmly in the 70s now. I mean, still early 70s, <laughs> yeah. for sure. But, uh, but we're it, in there. We are. It, you know, it was it was really a time in, in the anime <laughs> world, the 70s, where they were just, they were getting into some stuff. Some stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, how are you, Kelby? How's uh, your life? I'm, I'm fine. I'm I like fine, your Agoretsuko. I like your Agoretsuko. I shirt. felt like it was appropriate since that trailer came out. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you had seen the trailer. Oh, my God. Well, because I remember seeing the first promotional material for this character. And if you guys aren't familiar with Agoretsuko, uh, she is a red, red panda. panda. Uh, and she's a typical office girl in Japan. She's an adult. She's 25. She's single. Yeah. She's got a job. <laughs> uh, and uh, and she hates her boring life. Yeah. So she works it out by raging at karaoke. <laughs> yep. She sings death metal and she drinks beer. Yep. Uh, I love her. Yeah, she's basically <laughs> minus the death metal part, because for me, it would be like K-pop and show tunes, yeah. me, uh, as a character, if I was working in an office. I feel like I regret, I uh, relate to her on a spiritual level. <laughs> yeah, and also, it should be noted, in case you're not aware, this is a Sanrio character. Yes, so, that's the best like, part. So, like, Hello Kitty, and, like, Pum Pum Pudding, and freaking Batsmaru. Cinemaru. Yeah. like Cinemaru, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My Melody. Like this. this they all hang out together. Yeah, like she is part of that whole collection <laughs> of characters. Yep. And it's really amazing. Also, I, I saw recently that because, you know, Japan is obsessed with mascot characters yeah. who don't necessarily have any sort of media that they're in other than being cute and people buying <laughs> merchandise. Right. Uh, apparently the American Embassy has a mascot, mascot and i believe it is a potato chip <laughs> the american embassy's mascot is, is a, a potato po chip? yeah i believe it's a potato chip hold on i gotta look what? this up i gotta look what? this up um american how do you go embassy about... japan how do you even go about mascot. making a mascot out of a potato chip um yeah he's Definitely, I don't know if he's a potato chip, but he's certainly a potato. Okay. Uh, yeah. I feel like that's the yeah. Okay, hold on. More Irish Ma embassy than... mascots. In, like, there's a bunch of them apparently. Oh, like every embassy gets a yeah, mascot. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I guess this guy is like the is no. He has on a, a a hat with stars and shit on it. I think this is like the American <laughs> mascot. Is that uh, a baseball hat? Uh huh. It's a baseball hat. Of course it is. Yeah, it's a baseball hat. Yeah. Yep, Tom, USA. Tom. Tom is the no, he's a jelly bean. Okay. Oh, there you go. Why is it a jelly bean? Now I I'm don't even more know. I was confused. I know. Yeah, because like potato chip to me. I was like, okay. I'll I think go what with it was it. is I saw a picture of it. Here I'll show you. Like, I think I saw a picture of this guy and oh. was like, oh, that's probably a potato. Okay, he, yeah, no, because he's yellow and yeah. he's shaped kind of yeah. like, all right, no, I see why you he's cute. Yeah, he's real cute. I want to squish him. I know, I like his glasses, but he does have great glasses, but um, why a jelly bean? I'm Why a really, yellow jelly bean? Know. What flavor is that supposed to be? That's the thing is I think if they were going to go jelly bean, they needed to like commit to a different color. Like a red maybe. Because it's very clear why I was confused that that was a potato. <laughs> <laughs> a skinned potato at that. Oh, yeah. Also, I just like potatoes. Well, I so, mean. But you're right. That is definitely like a little bit more, more Irish, Irish um, yeah. than it is American. American. But there you go. But then, but then there's really no. I know. Like American. Well, I mean, unless it was food. like a French fry. 
like I associate that with America very strongly. But, even, but like they also love French fries a lot in Belgium. Yeah, this is a and fact. Papas fritas. And yeah. yeah, yeah. So that mm. doesn't quite work. And Canada, Canada likes. Fries. I know everybody likes French fries. Really. So hmm. I know what would like the perfect American mascot. Fried be? chicken. Fried chicken. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I'd be okay with yeah. fried chicken. I'm surprised it's not like a cowboy. You know what yeah. I mean? Because I feel like a lot of the times when there is a Western character in a show, they, he's always a cowboy. Oh, he's a cowboy. <laughs> yeah. 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 John Wayne. Mm-hmm. John Wayne, the, the epitome of, <laughs> John, of Americana. Yep. John Wayne, the representation of everything that is America. Sure. His real name was Miriam? Yeah. Marion. I think it's Marion. Oh, come on, Emma. I freaking used to know this because it was in the isn't tour guide manual. Say, isn't that part of your um, thing? John Wayne, Marion, Mor- uh, Marion Mitchell Morrison. I knew it was a, in, wow. yeah, I knew there was alliteration. That's I didn't realize of, the middle name. Yeah. yeah. Marion Mitchell Morrison. Yep. Fun fact. John Wayne. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Peter Cullen, who is the voice of Optimus Prime in Transformers, yes. pretty much forever yeah i mean all of the really big transformer stuff he's the voice there's been some other people who've done his voice in some of the like machinima series and Mm -hmm. online stuff and transformers animated but in all the major transformers releases even the movies mm -hmm, yeah he is optimus prime uh his optimus prime is a bad uh, john wayne impression Mm -hmm. yep that's the greatest thing i've ever heard that's exactly what it is that makes me happy All right. It makes so. me happy and not at all confused like this show that yeah. I'm going to talk oh about. Oh, my God. Girl. <laughs> I feel like yours is way more confusing mine than mine. Is, mine is something. Mine, <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, I'm doing one of those outlier series this week that is sort of <clears throat> considered magical girl and maybe not. not. I, when, I, when I explain it, you'll understand why it is considered to be a magical girl series. Sure. By some, but I actually stumbled across it as I was looking into what we should be researching this week and came across the series that you're talking about, Kelby. And it was like, it's the fifth Magical Girl series, sixth if you count this other thing. And I was like, what's this other thing? And then I went down that (laughs) rabbit hole and I could not look away. And and again, it's Asamu... Tezuka. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah he's yep. he's all over this. He's he just is. sprinkling his I know his magic I on really on the genre. Wonder. It's uh, I'll talk about it more when I talk about the series yeah. because it's very I'm very conflicted about it about whether or not it's magical. Girl? No, no, no. I I support it being magical girl. Okay, uh, but there's some stuff in it that's a little. Problematic. A little problematic. Yeah, I had someone tweet at me today and tell me that the word problematic was problematic. And I'm, how do we resolve that? Wait, what? Uh, listen, uh, there's a lot of um, men on the internet who mansplain things, and they don't no. know that they're. I mean, right? Wait, Shocking. what? Shocking! <laughs> I'm but sorry. I, I definitely had a little, a little mansplaining happen at me. And someone tried today. to mansplain that the word problematic. Yeah, it was problematic. Problem. No, I can't even wrap my brain I, around. I that. can't either. I couldn't respond. And then somebody else tried to. Uh, they, it was interesting because I, I was reacting to the news that uh, David Spenninghoff and Weiss are going to be producing a new Star Wars trilogy. Oh, yeah, I just heard about that. Um, and I'm not very excited about that. Well, yeah, especially considering what they did to most of the girl characters in Game of Thrones. Precisely. And I had someone respond to me, and they were like, oh, no, I mean, my problem was like, 
they introduced Daenerys's like council of kick-ass ladies on mm-hmm. the war council, but then they killed them off all off in the next episode. And I said, yeah, I mean that that That's, was that was bad. Yeah. But then followed it up with, I mean, you know, it's a it's a medieval sci-fi fan. It's a medieval uh, uh, fantasy series, so women really were treated badly back then. And I was like. Sir, 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 this is a work uh, of fi- the word fantasy. fantasy. Fantasy means you can do better. Yeah, you, you can, can do, do whatever you want. Yeah. As soon as there are dragons and shit, exactly. everything else is, is up for grabs. Yeah, it's That's why whenever true. whenever people are like, oh, this fantasy series is just full of white people. And somebody's like, well, back well, in medieval times. And, and it's like, it's guys, like, fantasy. if there's magic in it. Then it's all bets real. are off. It's not fucking real. You can real. do everything. Yeah. You can do everything and anything, and black people can be there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So oh, man. that was fun. Uh, but yeah, there's some <laughs> there's some problematic stuff in this in, series. In but your show. There's also there's also kind of a good aspect of it as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll get into it. But please, Kelby, first enlighten me about this <laughs> series that is that is definitely well, a magical girl series. So. <clears throat> I researched uh, Mahosukai Chappie. Right. Chappie the Witch. Oh, my goodness. What does what? that sound similar to? Yeah. Wow, it's oh, almost like oh, there was another like, show. I know. That was like that was real popular. A name, The Witch. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's because this is basically the same show. Goddamn show. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it debuted in TV Asahi. Uh, which like was, all of them. You know, like they all did. And it was it's, animated it's, by it's Toei. Toei. Shocker. <laughs> yeah, this is technically the fifth Magical Girl anime series in history, but sixth if you count your weird show. Yep. yep. Um, yeah, and it it uh, it was fairly popular, but it wasn't nearly as popular as all the other right. series, which is probably why this never came back. Yeah, mine is another one that never yeah, came back. Like this was a one and done, uh, and it, it never got dubbed in English mm-hmm. either. Yeah. Same. Uh, yeah, because it it yeah just never came to the states, but it was dubbed in Italian and French and Spanish. However, though, Ooh. it was never released in French. They dubbed the whole thing, but never released Why? it. Why? Because they just didn't have a lot of uh, uh, response to other Magical Girl series mm. that they did, they had dubbed. So they went. So they had dubbed like it. Sally and then, the Witch. Yeah, and so they dubbed it in French, and they were like, "Well, yeah, people don't really dig this, so mm-hmm. never mind." How but bizarre. they dubbed all 39 episodes of it. Huh. Mm-hmm. Though if I'm remembering correctly from my research on Sally the Witch, that first series of Sally the Witch was only, it was dubbed in French, but it was only broadcast in like French-speaking Canada, I think. And then it wasn't until yeah. they did the later series that it was actually in France. Right. In French. So, but. yep. Was- I'm probably wrong about that, though. Feel free to correct me. I mean, we could re-listen to this. Yes. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, but it was pretty popular in, like, Mexico, Peru, and Chile. Okay. Um, and, uh, I didn't know this. Okay. But apparently there is a video game. Oh, interesting. That came out in 1999 called... Uh, what? It's called Majoku Daisokusen, the little, uh, which translated roughly as Little Witching Mischiefs. Okay. And so this character, Choppy... Along with Akochan, Sally, Cutie Honey, and a few other uh, magical girls that we haven't gotten to yet are all playable characters. That is so bizarre. Yeah, it was a PlayStation game in 1999. Oh my god! I know. I was like, I'm sure it was only released where, in Japan. Oh, probably. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Where's this? I want to play it. 
Wow. Um, yeah. Fun fact. Interesting. Yes. It's... Now, was this this was not based on a manga? They adapted no, it they to be a manga, manga later. later. Okay. Yeah, but this was a just a you know part of the part of the animation machine yeah. just well, cranked out. Well, because I mean, at this point, like they had had Sally the Witch, mm-hmm. and then that was replaced by. Himitsu no Akachan, right. and then Maho no Makachan. Yeah. And so Toei was just like, insert another Magical Girl series here. Yeah, basically. So that's kind of where this came in. It's basically Sally the Witch. It's just Sally the Witch again. It pretty again. much is. I think basically, I feel like maybe what happened was with uh, Maho no Makachan, they got so far away from the Sally the Witch formula that they're like, oh, we got to go back to that. People yeah, liked that better. I suppose so. Like So like, just like Sally, mm-hmm. she Chappy is... Uh, living in a in a different land, like a like a kingdom. Oh my god! This is the land of magic, though. Yeah, not, it's not on the moon or anything. Okay. It's, well, I mean that's it's unclear. It's unclear. Yeah. Uh, she's but, but like this the is, princess this of the is magic kingdom. This is definitely called the land of magic. Okay, it's not called Astoria. <laughs> yeah. No. So she lives in the land of magic with her family, but she's like, this is boring. Okay. Everyone is boring. I'm tired of this. Okay. So I'm gonna go to Earth. Great. Now the big difference is her family actually comes with her. So it's okay. her mom, her dad, her little brother who can shapeshift, and they call Oh my him. god, that's just like freaking Kabu in yeah. Sally the Witch. <laughs> All right. Yep. Okay, keep going. And there's an animal sidekick, because there always mm-hmm. is. They call him a panda. This looks like a tanuki. Mm. He's like this little raccoon looking dude. Oh yeah, that's not a panda. And it's not the dub that calls him a panda. Like right. he's referred to as a panda in the Japanese version Yeah, that too. looks like a tanuki. I was like this is, this is If a it was colored orange like Agretzko, then I go, be. "Oh, it's a red panda. A red got panda. it. Got it." No, um, this is like this is a tanuki. Yeah. Uh at first I was like, "That's a raccoon." But then I really looked at him like, "No, that's a tanuki. Mm-hmm. Why is he called a panda?" I don't know. Uh maybe that's his name is panda or does no, he have his, another name? No, his name is like Don. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, what the? Okay, Donchan. Donchan. Okay, yeah. great. And he drives a, a car. Don to me is just such a like weird middle aged white dude name. <laughs> it sounds like one of those specific names that you give to somebody when you're in an improv scene. Yes. Like, yes, like a Rhonda. Yeah, like listen, Don. Don. We're gonna. Yeah. But that, and That's... he drives a car. He drives a car. Okay. Like a little car. I just really want them to dub this now and have him be like, I'm Don. I'm the I'm panda. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and she has, uh, you know, a group of friends that she rolls with. Mm-hmm. Oh, and shockingly, one of them is a tomboy and one of them is a girly girl. This is literally it's just literally Sally the Witch. Sally the Witch. Yeah. So the, tomboy's char- the tomboy character is Michiko and the girl- girly girl is Shizuko. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much, they're Yochan and Sumire. Yeah. So, all right. It's pretty much the same. Uh, she also has a magical wand. Okay. More all like right. a baton, though. Okay. Like, it's like a baton with strawberries on either end of it. I mean, I like strawberries. Sure. <laughs> and um, she's, I guess, according to the show, she's the first person to ever use a magic wand to do magic. And she stole mm. it from her grandpa. Okay. So everybody in this world prior. I mean, they can do magic. Right, right. Everybody but can. They just like wave their hands around right. or like set a little incantation or use right. some fairy dust. Yeah. But wands are is, a new thing. Right. Okay. But if she's the first person to ever use a wand to do magic and she stole this wand from her grandfather. Yeah. Why did her grandfather have this wand? I, uh, unclear. Okay. And I wish I could tell you. Right. 
but all the episodes I found are in Spanish or okay, Italian. Okay, perfect. Great. <laughs> uh, but her magical chant is, Abura Mah... Oh, God. Abura Maharico Maharita Cabura. Mm-hmm. That's... Yep. I, I recognized some of those words in there from the Sally the Witch theme <laughs> yes, song. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Um, her theme song is not nearly as catchy. God damn it. I know. I looked it up. I found it. Yeah. And it's it's cute, but it's not nearly as, like, Yeah. I mean, fun. One, that's, like, the Sally the Witch theme song is one of the catchiest songs I agree. I was life. actually, it was when I was doing my research mm-hmm. in this, there was so much Sally the Witch stuff, naturally, because it's the same show. Yeah. But, uh, so I kept finding... Uh, Sally the Witch theme song. Yeah. And I was like, no, I'm looking for the other one. I'm looking for the other I'm one. looking for this other little witch. This Damn other, it. Like Mahusukai girl. Yeah. Uh, but this, if you would right, like I'm to ready. hear Let some of it. Let me hear this it, theme song. It's not nearly as fun. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Oh, no. Nobody wants to hear your ad, TurboTax. <laughs> Wait. Oh, boy. I just got. I think I'm waiting on one more 1099. <laughs> okay. It's still it's cute. It's not uncatchy. Yeah, but, it's cute. But as soon as it's over, I don't think about it. What does this Mahariku Maharika mean? I don't, know. I don't really know. It comes up all the time. Someone who Internet, tell yeah, us what it means. Yeah, someone who speaks Japanese. Tweet at us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's... Yeah, it's cute. It's cute. And it like and the last word in the song in the song is like charming. Oh, that's and cute. she like looks and winks at the camera. Um, I like it. So the whole it's uh, no Sally the Witch. It's but no I like Sally it. the Witch. I mean, the whole premise of the show is pretty much like slice of life, mm-hmm. but also being magical people and dealing with hijinks and that kind of stuff. I right. mean, um, there were a few sort of like and now for a very special episode of Choppy the Witch where uh. they actually would deal with. Uh, Real issues, mostly about like pollution and using natural resources, because I guess that uh, was like okay. a big sure thing initiative that was at happening the time, for sure. And um, also has a lot of Disney references, mm-hmm. uh, which isn't shocking. Um, but the whole like the stakes of it all mm-hmm. is that they can't let anybody know that they are magical people. Why? Unclear. Okay, great. Because but, this is the because like with Sally the Witch, it was clear that she didn't want to reveal to anybody that mm-hmm. she was magical. But I think that that felt a little more justified from the point of view that she was on her own. Right, she was by herself. Yeah, so the ramifications for that could have been a lot worse. Yeah. I mean, I think she probably would have like gotten kicked out of the mortal world and right. sent back to her own place. But And then Akko-chan, like, there were consequences right. to the magic. I mean, listen, if she told anyone, she was never going to be able to see a reflection again. And this is a town that clearly has a lot of vampire problems. Real bit. That's it's like serious, serious. vampire fear. Yes. So, but uh, it's unclear as to why they can't tell anyone that they are magic. Mm-hmm. Um, they just can't. They just can't. Okay. Uh, but, um, the ending of this show. Oh, please, please tell me. It's a little messed up. Oh. Because people do find out. Like, all of her friends find out that she's magical. And then they burn them at the stake. They wipe their memories, and then they leave. What? Yeah. That's how this show ends. Her friends find out that she's oh, magic. Oh, my God. Her parents help her wipe her friends' memories, and then they move. 
to a different town. <gasps> so the entire show was pointless. I don't know. I like. I tried to find. I what found, the hell? I found two clips of the finale. They what? They were in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I can't quite tell you what is really happening. Mm-hmm. But in one of the clips I found, I think it's it's probably either right after all of her friends have found out and they've wiped their memories, or it's mm-hmm. like right after they've talked about having to move. But she's standing on the shore of the beach and she's really sad. And she just and like it's a bunch of cuts of like her crying and looking out on the ocean and the ocean like wafting over her feet. And you're just like, is this bitch about to drown herself? Oh my god. Like legitimately I was like really thinking that was gonna happen. And then her parents are on a broomstick flying overhead and they find her and they're like choppy and they land and then she starts to kind of run into the ocean, but her mom catches her and they hug and they cry it out. Oh, so like she was thinking about it. She was really thinking about it. <laughs> oh my god! And I was just like, "This is dark for what a kids' f- show." And then the other clip of the finale, I found she, I guess, like all of her friends, their memories are wiped, so they're all sleeping. Mm-hmm. And so it was unclear because it's in Spanish. I wish my Spanish was better. Um, but I think, just gathering from what I saw, that she induced some kind of dream for them so that they were all together one last time in, like, Aww. a magical dreamland just for this, like, one moment. And then she, her brother, and her parents, and Don Chan, like, Aww. walk into See, a, a rainbow that's, nebula thing. That's really sad and potentially kind of beautiful, except from except I have no idea why it's a problem if they know that they yeah, have magic. Yeah, I, w- I couldn't find I couldn't you know? find that information. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Oh no, you know what? They do mention Okay. I think her little brother and Don Chan mention that they're afraid they'll get burned at the stake. Oh, so it is a witch fear thing. So it is a witch fear thing. But like there's not but but there's it, no Has anyone in town heavily implied that they're into burning witches at the not stake? Not that I could find. Like is this a problem in this town? Yeah. Like clearly in Akko's town they have a problem with vampires. Yes, so I guess we just have a problem with evil witches in, uh, in side this note, other town. Guys, there are no vampires in there are no, yeah, no. at all. It's just the only explanation I can have for yeah. not having a reflection being a really bad Right. I mean, they, I mean other than her being extremely vain, which is right. probably the actual answer. <laughs> but um yeah, that's how, how it, st- it's so strange. strange. And um so when they dubbed it in Spanish Okay. They, they changed the ending. They were like, well, JK, no, no, everybody kept, no, lives in a happy it. rainbow. They kept it. Okay. It, it ends just as sad. That's why I couldn't tell you what was really happening right. it was in Spanish. But when they dubbed it in Spanish, they kept the theme song the mm-hmm. same mm-hmm. and it was just in Spanish. Okay. But in Italian Oh my god, they came up with a new they song. They came up with a oh, new song. Oh, please. And I can't I it, I'm so it's excited. It's a little it scares me a little okay, bit. Okay, I'm very excited about this. <laughs> this sounds a little bit like they're speaking in tongues. <laughs> this sounds I'm like It's like less okay, scary. Okay, this now. is less scary, but that first but that part open- I felt like I had like walked into uh the sanctuary of a cult yeah. that I should not. I was like that's be not at. good. Okay, now I'm into it. Yeah. But the, that beginning was very Dude, scary. what the fuck? It's really fun. Like, you could probably find way more of it in Italian on YouTube than you could on mm. in Spanish. Okay. Because in Spanish, I could only find, like, two-minute clips. But mm-hmm. in Italian, these are full episodes in Italian. Wow. They're not subtitled, though, so yeah. I hope you speak Italian. Uh, but what's really funny is how Italian the dubbing is. 
Oh my god, like, amazing. There's a scene in this episode where we cut to her girly girlfriend's uh dad's place oh of work. God. He's a dry he's a cleaner. He's a dry cleaner. And he's like ironing a shirt right. and he is straight up singing like I was like, wow, they went for it. (laughs) And then there's a scene. But this is the thing. It's like they went for it, but also it was Italy that was dubbing it. So it's okay. Like if they'd done that in America, that would be a problem. Right, that would be offensive. I just loved how they were like, we are making this out. They're like, we are this just sour in Italy. Yeah. Did they change any names or anything? In no, the it Italian sounded then? like they kept them mm-hmm. the same. Uh, I mean, I well, because Chappie in and of itself, that's, much like, easier. that's not yeah. inherently Japanese. Uh, I think they called, in the maybe in the Italian version, they called her brother Juno instead of June. Okay, that makes um, sense. But I didn't find any clips of them talking to the, the two girlfriends. Uh, so I right can't to tell see you if they, they changed, changed their, their names at all. But um, <laughs> there is a scene in the Italian dub where um, Choppy's listening against the door and mm-hmm. her parents are arguing and her mom opens the door so hard that she knocks her down <laughs> and doesn't seem to apologize. I mean, my I don't know Italian, so maybe she she's just like, whatever, kid. But she doesn't apologize to her. And you shouldn't I swear, be eavesdropping. I swear to you, she says bastardo. I swear. She calls oh. the dad Damn. A bastard, though. They got in a heated and argument. storms off. Yeah. Dang. I was like, this is very intense for a kid show. Wow. Um, <laughs> It was directed by uh, Yugo Surikawa, who I couldn't really find much on. Okay. But okay. the head writer is uh, Masaki Suji, okay. who did a lot of work on the anime adaptations of Astro Boy. Interesting. Kimba the White Lion. Okay. Sally the Witch. Uh, Princess Knight. Okay, this is all making a lot of sense and now. And Cutie Honey. Uh, yeah. He also did a little. He also did a little work on the original Devil Man uh, anime as well. Amazing. So I love it. So he's got some stuff under his belt, but I just think it's really funny that he worked previously on Sally the Witch. And right, now and he's, then he's like, "Oh, here we go. Here We're we just go doing again. Sally the Witch uh, again, but do it again. It's not fine. as good." Yeah. And then uh, the girl who was the voice of Choppy, uh, Eiko Masuyama, was uh, she originated the role of Fujiko Mine in Lupin Oh, my the God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was also Honey Kisaragi in Yes. And, yeah, and she also, she was somebody in Himitsu no Akachan, too. Probably, yeah. Yeah, I, so. I think she's like the cat in Himitsu no Akachan yeah, or something like something that. Like yeah, that. So, yeah. So they were notable, and that was cool. That is so funny. But, yeah. How <sighs> How random. This was a, yeah, it was a weird, this is a weird show just because it's like pretty much exactly what we've already done. Yeah. But, but with a darker ending. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And very much Sally the Witch. Very much so. More than Himitsunaka chan because that was a little different because she was definitely a human girl. Right, right. But. And it was based around her transforming into, into things. Into other things. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then it, oh. it came and went. It went, you know, it aired. And never got any sort no, of revival. it aired April 3rd, 1972, mm. and it ended in December 2nd, 1972, 39 episodes, and that was all she wrote. Did, uh, do you know if it had any, um, like, I don't know, like merchandise or anything like that since she had that little strawberry wand? They don't. They didn't really say if any uh, merchandise really came out of it. Yeah. I mean, there, there's a manga adaptation of the story uh, by Hideo Azuma, who did Nautico SOS. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Which uh, was in the 80s. But, sure, sure. But they didn't really mention anything about toys. Interesting. She, but, but pretty much, she looks like Sally the Witch. Like she's got a red. She's got a red dress with some white socks. 
and like she's got pigtails though like she's like Akko-chan like this was clearly a like a ah uh, we need a magical girl thing mm. and we don't really know we what don't know what to do, do so these we're two just together. gonna make a girl that looks yeah. like Akko-chan and make it Sally the Witch yeah that's basically but she show. also has a family like Akko-chan does yeah I mean not that Sally doesn't have a family right um yeah I, I went back to with her family I went back to my Himitsu no Akko-chan notes and it was in the 80s version of Himitsu no Akko-chan um Eiko Masayama was uh, the Queen of Mirrors, oh. because it wasn't just like the spirit of the mirror in right, the eighties. Right. They were like, "There's a queen." queen. Of mirrors. Yeah. She hangs out with Nehalenia. She told, "Oh man, <laughs> she and Nehalenia are like either besties or constantly trying to kill each other. Right. Maybe both. Maybe both. Uh, I like to think they get a drink with each other every now and then. Yeah, yeah, just commiserate over their their yes. lives living inside of a mirror. Just like this sucks. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that's pretty much it. There's really nothing mm. to say about yeah, it. Yeah, because it didn't come back come, at all yeah it didn't yeah. come back it didn't come to the states yeah uh and it didn't even air in france even though they dubbed it interesting so, yeah then, yeah because i mean it, like himitsu no akachan they it was they redid a few times yeah. and then sally the witch they straight up made a sequel to 30 right, years later right. so and then and cutie honey is i mean back all, the, all time. the time constantly so, constantly redoing that yeah That's but i mean uh was it maho no mako-chan was that the one about the mermaid, the mermaid one yeah i mean that one was a one and done yeah so although they just just made the little mermaid instead so it right kind right. of like came kind back of ish but yeah and but, it was toy so yeah well, uh, speaking of one and done, uh, so as Kelby was saying, in if you kind of do your your base search, where you of course come across the Wikipedia article yeah. for uh, the series Ch- yeah, that she just Chappie talked about, uh, Matsukai Chappie, uh, you find a, another title in there that people are like it's the sixth if you count this other thing called marvelous melmo yeah so i decided to look into that and see if it was worth covering and oh boy is it ever (laughs) get ready for this shit okay Okay. so marvelous melmo or fushigiga merumo uh was indeed created by osamu tezuka who created uh, Adam, a.k.a. Astro Boy, yep. and Princess, Princess Knight, Kim of the White Lion, Blackjack, Phoenix, a million things. Uh, it was originally a manga that was published between September of 1970 and March of 1972 by Shogaku-kan, which is a sister company of Shueisha, who publishes Shonen Jump. Oh, okay. uh, and and they are co-owners of Viz Media. Got it. So they're still, still a major player to this mm-hmm. day. Um, it's not very long. Uh, there's only... a one volumes worth of manga it didn't of this show of this yeah of okay. this manga it didn't say how many chapters there were um but yeah it's it, there's not that much material okay. uh, and the anime series isn't very long either uh it aired between october of 1971 and march of 1972 animated by tezuka productions which was tezuka's own animation studio this mm. was their first project okay this was their first television project they outsourced um to a couple other companies before that, it wasn't like they'd never animated anything. Yeah. But this was their first like full television production of, of their own thing, essentially. Got it. And it was twenty six episodes. Well. So this is this is the first anime. I'm I'm sure there's probably other ones before this, but this is the first series I've encountered that's twenty six episodes, which is pretty standard for an anime series. Yeah. Um, twenty six episode seasons were the norm for a long time. Now they've gone down to thirteen. Right. Um, which I like because uh, just cut out the bullshit. Yeah. Uh, but I like, but actually 26 is, is nice because I mean, that's the equivalent of 13 essentially hour long episodes. True. So it's uh, 26 Depends is usually on the good. Show. Yeah. Uh, 
So there's only one version of this anime per se, though it was remastered and rebroadcast on Japanese television in 1998 with restored animation and a new voice cast. Okay. Uh, and this version aired again on the satellite network Wow Wow in 2006, which I think Wow Wow was one of the networks where uh, Sailor Moon Crystal was broadcasting originally I think before right. they made it like, actually, we're going to put this on TV because yeah. then maybe more people will watch it. Ah, uh, Toei. Uh, uh, so this is mostly an adventure story, kind okay. of just like living your life, sort of daily adventures. Here's okay. a little lesson. Uh, however, uh, Tezuka absolutely intended this series to serve as an intro um, to Darwinist evolution and sexual education oh, okay. for women, okay, for young girls. Okay. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. Um, Wait. Uh huh. I'm sorry. Oh, get ready. Why is Darwinism and sexual education? Why are we combining those? Uh, well, because you know, I think that Tesco just really needed people to know that, like, <laughs> evolution is a real thing. Sure. I don't know. But like, we also need to make sure that girls know about their bodies. I mean, here's in the, the same breath. Uh, well, listen. I who okay. am I to? I mean, I. To, that's not really uh, question Tesco's philosophy. I would uh, not normally combine those two things. I wouldn't necessarily either, but, uh, unless you're specifically going, hey, girls, don't read the Christian Bible to find out about sex because they paint women in a very negative light. Right. But then. I and feel like Darwin got be... it right. Dinosaurs were real. Sure. People evolved from monkeys. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sure. Uh, anyway, uh, the manga was originally entitled Mama-chan, okay. uh, but I couldn't find any more info on this. Apparently, it had been previously trademarked. Oh. So the anime series, uh, it had already been renamed by the time they started producing the anime series. And the main girl's name had been changed to Melmo or Merumo, uh, which is derived from the word metamorphosis. Okay. Metamorphose. Okay. Get ready. Oh, Jesus. What is this show about? All right. Okay. It's about a nine-year-old girl. Okay. Named Metamo Watari. Okay whose mom, Hitomi, is killed by a car. I would like to point out that I watched the first episode of this. Oh, no. I was able to find it. Uh, it was There were no subtitles or anything, though you can actually watch this subtitled on this website called, like, Vicky.com, but you have to have a subscription in order oh. to watch it in LA. I'm assuming in all of North America, and okay. I didn't want to pay for that. No. Um, to be fair, I didn't actually look into if I had to pay for it or not. I just assumed it was gonna cost me money. So it's fine. Uh, but I found most of the first episode raw on YouTube with no um subtitles. No subtitles. So the Wikipedia article, I believe, says that her mom dies in an automobile accident, but that is not correct. She gets hit by the she car. She literally gets hit by a car. Her her mom is just like walking down the street and a car just barrels into her. <laughs> yep. Oh, wow. Yep. And then she's immediately transported to like the gates of heaven, which are like all dark blue. Okay. Uh, where she meets God and a bunch of angels that are all just fucking old white men. Okay. I was about to say, what does God look like? Uh, an old white man. Okay, great. Um, uh, and um, uh, she makes a wish that her children's because so Melmo's not her only daughter. Okay. Her, well, she is her only daughter, but not her only child. So there's yeah. Melmo, and then she has two little brothers, um, Toto and Touch. Okay. Um, and they so basically now that mom is dead, <laughs> logically Melmo is just gonna have to take care of these kids on her own. Where's even their dad? She's nine. Uh, dad's already dead or something. They don't ever really address it. 
Okay. Yep. Yep. Okay. Dad's either dead or just absentee forever. Okay. Uh, but, you know, classic anime. Uh, here are these orphans, so now they're just going to live on their own. Great. Yep. They're going to get a sweet um, apartment from yep. the government. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're just going to be by themselves. Uh, okay. So her uh, her mother's dying wish, again, is that her kids are going to be able to grow up more quickly because it's going to be difficult for them living on their own. Okay. Yep. That could be open to lots of interpretations. It sure could. It sure could. So basically, Hitomi's ghost is allowed to visit her children and bestow upon them these gifts from God and the angels, which are two bottles of candy that straight up look like prescription pills. Oh, no. And the blue candy transforms Melmo into a beautiful 19-year-old version of herself. Okay. And the red candy turns her back into a nine-year-old version of herself. But she figures out if you take both pills, you'll turn into first a fetus. And while you're in that form, you get to make a wish about what kind of animal you would like to turn into. What the fuck? And she can turn into whatever animal she Wait, wants. Wait, hold on. No. What? No. Yeah. What? Yeah. No. Yeah. You lost and then me. If she, you if, lost But me. then she can eat the red pill again to turn back into regular nine-year-old Melmo. No, but you lost me. I, know. I was I was okay with this weird Alice in Wonderland-esque yep. nope. shit. Yep. But now fetus is turning into animal. Yeah. No. Yep. You lost me. I feel like there's some Darwinism stuff there's in there. I don't know. There. I don't know. But anyway, okay. that's uh, that is correct. Uh, so obviously the main characters are Metamo. She's nine. Uh, she has to take care of her little brothers on her own, uh, which it's really convenient because she can turn into a 19-year-old and then sure. she has access to a lot of other things. Um, she's frequently torn between being a child because, again, it's one of those things where when she turns into a 19-year-old, it's like a 13 going on 30 situation. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't have, like, the experience right. of a 19-year-old. Right. Um and uh, so she's constantly torn between, like, the stuff that she's experiencing in her more adult body and the stuff she's experiencing as a nine-year-old. So it's like, you know, when she's 19, it's things like she can have a boyfriend right. or, a, or a husband or breastfeed her baby brother. No. That's not how that works. It's just very no. clear that this was written by a man. Yeah. It's like, no, bro, no. You, you don't produce breast milk unless you have physically had a baby. Right. That, mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh no! Yeah, I couldn't find any episodes with that, but I was like, "You've got to be fucking I'm kidding me!" Very uncomfortable. <laughs> there's the there's the problematic stuff That's right there. That's not good. Um, uh, and obviously, like 19 year old Melmo is like smoking hot, well, and course. everybody is in love with her. Duh. Yeah. Um. So she is voiced by uh Reiko Muto who was uh, Udon in Astro Boy, which was uh, Astro Girl in the um, English translation, mm. uh, and uh, Udon in Tetsuan Adam. Uh, and she was also Maya in Arcadia of My Youth, which I just got on Blu-ray. I know that show. What do it's I know uh, the origins of Captain Harlock. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's an OVA. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just got nice. that on Blu-ray. I'm really excited to watch it. Uh, <laughs> yes. And then, of course, she has her brothers. So there's Toto, who is the older of, of her two okay. brothers. Okay. Um, so immediately, he takes both of those damn pills and wishes to be a frog. But the problem is, 
now his mouth is too small to eat the red candy to turn what? back what? to himself. No, that makes no well, sense. Well, it really doesn't make any sense because a lot of the time in the series, she's like, you know, you she like mixes it into like pastes and things. So she uses these pills as like weapons all the time. Okay. Yeah. So it really doesn't make any sense. She's trying to figure out how to turn him back into a little boy for most of the show, though. What was Tezuka going through? I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, because he turns into a frog, he's now essentially... A mascot, a mascot character. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he uh, was voiced by uh, Minori Matsuhima, who she was the voice of um, Candy in Candy Candy. What's Candy Candy? Oh, my God. It was like, it's another like crazy popular Japanese series. Um, uh, Liesl Wilkerson was telling me about it. Uh, so she is fluent in Japanese and also English, but she's like the voice of Sarah in the like Fatal Fury games. Okay. I think that's the one is Fatal Fury and she's Nina Williams and Tekken. And oh. yeah, she's really, really cool. Uh, and I um, I was interviewing her about her experience having, you know, kind of grown up in both Japan and in the US. Yeah. And she was saying that it was astounding to her that like we never got candy candy here. Um, it's like a historical drama. What? Uh, and but like it's really fucking sad sometimes. It's it's melodrama. It's it's okay. very much like nighttime soap, historical. I'm looking yeah. up pictures of it right now. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, it looks cute. Yeah, sure, totally. I like the girls' pigtails. Yeah. What period is this supposed to be? Uh, you know, question mark. Okay, great. Yeah, it's sort of like of fantasy, fantasy period drama. Sure. Um, uh, but she also was um, Sayaka in Massinger Z and uh, is still currently uh, Sudo in One Piece. Great. <laughs> Who's like One the Piece old lady is character. Going forever, yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, and then the baby brother, Touch. Um, uh, that's how I'm pronouncing it. I, I couldn't really hear how mom was saying yeah. that one. Um, I mean, it's spelled touch. Yeah. So he's basically exists for children to have an idea of what it takes to take care of a baby. Okay. Um, and he was voiced by Kazuka Sawada, who did a lot of little boys' voices. Oh, sure. uh, yeah. So she was uh, Junpei in Cutie Honey and Shiro in Mazinger Z. And she was Jemmy the fucking cat in the 70s Little Mermaid. Uh. Who's like the main villain is this fucking cat. Wait, in the Toei? Oh, Little yeah. Mermaid? Oh, the cat's the worst. Oh, my God. Yeah, it talks. The cat and the prince's mother are like conspiring and oh. conniving. They're terrible. The sea witch is more of like a neutral party in the, okay. in the Toei Little Mermaid. Got it's it. really interesting. It's really good, you guys. I got it on DVD. I'm so no, no, excited to rewatch it. To watch it. Uh, yes. And then there is uh, Professor Waregarasu, who's basically a narrator. Um, oh, sure. So the the plot, the way the story goes is Melmo gets kidnapped and she's held captive in this country called Chichina. Uh, what? Which is where Wagarasu resides. And he's secretly opposing their authoritarian government. <laughs> it's pronounced Chichina? I mean, that's as best as I can tell. Uh. It's spelled C H I C C H A I N A, and I is how you would say it sure, in Japanese. I so C I and I I I I know too. I hang out with with uh, my mostly Mexican family, so mm -hmm. I'm just like Chichaina. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's it. Um, and he helps Melmo escape from there and then returns to Japan for the rest of the series, though he does go back to Chickity China at the, Chickity China. <laughs> at the end. The Chinese chicken? Yeah, at the end. Uh, Did he have a drumstick and his brain started ticking? Probably. Okay. I mean, he he answers a lot of questions about, you know, sex and human reproduction whenever Melmo has questions. She turns um, to him. That's uncomfortable. Yep, it sure I'm just, is. I'm sorry. There's just so much going on. There's a lot going on in this series. Because there's like 
god and shit and ghosts. Right. Right. But then there's like magical candy. Uh huh. But then we can turn into animals. But then yep. there's also some evil country that we get kidnapped to. <laughs> yeah. What? And he like offers to let Melmo and her brothers. He offers to adopt them and like move back to that place with them, but they Ch- get Ch- a China. Yeah, okay. to Chicken to, to China. To, okay, <laughs> they get a better offer though. Just wait for okay. it. Um, so he was voiced by uh, Koichi Kitamura, who has like millions of credits, mm-hmm. but they're all like guest stars for oh, the most part. Okay, however. He was the voice of Alfred in the Japanese dub of Batman the Animated Series. Oh, sweet. And he's also Mr. Burns in The Simpsons That's in the Japanese hilarious. dub. Isn't that crazy? That's funny. Yeah. So, like, he made his living, like, doing these, like, dope yeah. dubs of uh, American properties. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, okay. And then th- these are some other just, like, random characters. This girl was in the one episode that I watched. Her name was Nitako. Okay. Um, and my understanding is she's only in one of the episodes that I watched, uh, a.k.a. Regina George. Um, <laughs> Uh, she is just a total queen bee. She has an evil girl posse, and she plays the evil queen in the school production of Snow White. Everyone does a production of Snow White. I don't know White why. Yeah, they're the, obsessed with anime. Snow White. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, but- I mean, I guess because it was technically mm-hmm. one of the very first feature length. You know what? That's one hundred percent true. Yeah. No, that makes a lot, a lot of sense. Actually, so, particularly for this time period. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> Snow White. They do a production. She's an evil rich girl. Sure. Uh, they always are. But then she like takes one of the um, uh, pills to make oh. you older, or the candies to make you older by like accident maybe, um, and she, but she like ages into a hag. <gasps> but it's Ooh. okay because Melmo's a, a kind-hearted girl, and so right, she so rescues she fixed her. It. Yeah, she it's fixes fine. it. Fine. Uh, anyway, she was voiced uh, by Yoshika Ota. Who was Akko in oh. the original version of He Meets an Akko Chan? It all comes around, and was also Sapphire in Princess Knight. So right, she right. was another like perfect one. Now this is the thing: is uh, my based on the voice cast I was able to find for this, and I had to do some digging. Mm-hmm. Um, my un, I would guess that this is the original voice cast. This is not the new voice oh, cast when they re-released voice. it in 1998. Yeah, I feel like that's safe to um, assume. Yeah, because I mean they would all have been relatively old. Though you know they they do if they can bring back the original voice cast, tend to bring them back. But my understanding is by and large it was a new voice cast, and I'm assuming based on these people's other credits right, that, that it that was this is the, this is the OG because they were all definitely working in anime around that time. Um, and so then there is Jiro, Ichiro, and Saburo. Um, who are the three brothers who fall in love with the 19-year-old Melmo, and Melmo, at the very end of the series, um, does marry Jiro. My question. Yeah. When she marries him. Yeah. She's taking the candy to be 19 to marry this boy, right? Okay. She took her last one so so she can never go back to being a child. So we are never going to have Uh, a real adult experience. Like, she's not going to have the (laughs) Sorry, listeners. Kelby is hitting the table. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm just, like, really upset by that. That is a nine-year-old inside of a 19-year-old body. That is not okay. It's not okay. As I said, this series is very problematic. Oh, my God. Yep. A man wrote this. A man definitely wrote this. A man wrote Because if... Because if this was written by a woman, by a woman, they would she would think have about chosen kind of to be a nine-year-old in the end. Right. She would have realized that, like, oh, I'm, I'm in love with Jiro, but I realize that I'm not really in love with him, and I'm it's... just in love with the idea yes. of being an adult. And exactly. Being older. Yep. Like, yep. 
I'm not saying I'm not saying that Osamu Tezuka is a bad person. I'm not. No, but, but clearly that is a very male perspective. It's a very male perspective. Well, I mean, this series, even though it was four girls, mm-hmm. oh boy, okay. oh boy. All right, uh, and then obviously, like her mom, the ghost of her mom, Hitomi, like shows up sometimes as well as God and the uh, white, old white dude angels. It's funny that God shows up every well, now. I and mean, then. I'm sorry, God is also in friggin' Princess Night, so not in the like show, just in that weird musical that I found. Oh, he's not in the show. Not that I could, uh, not that I could okay. find. No, oh. he's just in that one musical adaptation oh. where, where Morning Masume is in it. That's right. And that's the opening right. is all Saturday's Warrior. Yeah, that's uh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh, great. So let's. <laughs> talk about some themes some tropes some things that happen on this show okay so first of all obviously uh very magical girl there is a magical item which are the candies uh when she takes the candies there is a little bit of a transformation sequence it's usually just like a glowing kind of situation where she shrinks or grows or turns into an animal um and but they do sometimes use stock footage Uh, especially if it's like her just turning from like little girl into adult girl or vice versa Mm -hmm. um and then she does use those uh, candies as magical weapons a lot uh, and she's unreasonably good at throwing them into people slash animals mouths great she's got real good aim yep okay absurdly good aim like there's one episode where um she finds like a baby abandoned at the train station um and the reason is because the parents abandoned him because the evil like uh boss of her of the baby's dad uh like disbanded his branch of the company or something so he was unemployed and they couldn't make any money so they just abandoned a baby correct at a train station? that's correct and so we couldn't take this kid to a fire station or a police nah train station seemed Office? like a great okay. great choice fortunately melmo found the baby and then found out what was going on and so she like uses the candy to turn the evil ceo into a child to like make them insignificant <laughs> yep it's real weird there's a lot going yeah. on here. okay the Main thing, though, that this series is really notable for is the invention of the panchita, Uh, a.k.a. the the panty panty shot. shot. Uh, Because when Melmo transforms, her clothes don't transform with her. So she hulks out. Exactly. Um, So sometimes... uh, Yeah, her outfits will get, like, torn or whatever, but most of the time it's just that her little girl dress is way too tight and way too short on her 19-year-old Barbie body. Okay. Yep. Yep. Why? And you get some good old, good old panty shots. Uh, So it's his fault. It is his fault. It's Tezuka's fault. I mean, you know, he kind of started anime, so. I know. Uh, Good on. Can't all be winners. It's true. I mean, he makes sense that he also like invented fan service yeah uh yeah. yeah so you get the 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 good old panty shots also she is naked in this so much <laughs> okay like both as a little girl and as an adult oh like there's okay. just she's naked all the time um she because a, like if she transforms into an animal her clothes don't transform with her either she like okay. slinks out of them right so then when she transforms back into a person she's, she's naked naked Yep. Okay. Even in the freaking Snow White play, when because she's playing Snow White, and when she gets like brought out in the woods and abandoned, they take her clothes. That's I mean, just, she's in her yeah. little girl body, so it's not as uncomfortable, I guess. But, but it's, it's maybe more uncomfortable because it's like, why did you just strip this child? Right. That's uh, weird. I know. 
I, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. That's a, this is there's a mm-hmm. lot. There's a lot to unpack here. Uh, yeah. The thing that's interesting <laughs> um, is that in the manga, uh, her clothes do transform with her. Like when she oh. transforms, she can decide what she wants to wear. So it's like, oh, I'm going to turn into a 19 year old and also have like a beautiful fairy princess gown. So I don't know why, why this change was yeah. made for the anime because there was nothing there there was no information I could find about them trying to make this appeal to both boys and girls like yeah. this series was for girls yeah. so it's very strange um but when she does like get uh when she does transform anytime there's like that uh, accidental like you know yeah. sort of teasing innocent sexuality there's like a sexy saxophone motif <laughs> yep. I like to just think that it's careless. Obviously, there is some shape shifting uh, involved sure. here, which you know we definitely see in in series like Himitsu no Akochan was all about. Like it wasn't shape shifting so much as it was transforming, mm-hmm. but she could transform into animals or right. people, and she could transform into men, women, children. It didn't matter. Yeah, and um, uh, June in. Uh, Mahosuka. Yeah. Choppy mm-hmm, could mm-hmm. change into animals. Yeah, and so. Kabu could transform in um in Sally the Witch, but he mostly was just a really fucking cute little boy with yeah. like ears on his hat. <laughs> uh yeah. And with this again, it is it is very much limited to animals, um, in terms of like she like when she turns into an adult, she only turns into like an adult version of herself. herself. She can't be somebody else. Okay. Um, but she can turn into animals. Uh, obviously, her brother Toto gets stuck as a frog. Um, and then one time, this this is very reminiscent of uh, Himitsuno Akachan, because in Himitsuno Akachan, yes, she had the magical mirror and could mm-hmm. do powers, but she had to be able to like explicitly state her right. wish because it was kind of like a genie situation. Right. And so sometimes the mirror would like mess it up mess make decisions for her because right. it, it it was Monkey sort of paw. like sentient exactly yeah. uh and that happens in this as well where it's like she um uh uh has been abusing the her powers mm. and so then the angels like take her uh magical candy away from her but then eventually they and she had transformed herself into a dog so she was stuck as a dog for a while and then they they do eventually restore it to her but this time with a finite number of pills instead mm-hmm. of constantly replenishing them, which ends up being important at the end of the series where she takes that final pill to stay an adult for, well, 19-year-old forever. Right. I just found uh, some pictures of her as her 19-year-old self. Yeah. Yep. She's real sexy. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you get some, like, full frontal nudity of her. Oh, I a... mean, you don't see, like, her crotch, no. really, but. But here's a gif of her shaking her bum at me. Uh-huh. So yep, that's you get some fun. good butt shots. Uh, yeah, and and when she's a little girl, she's just like a cupid doll. It's really yeah. weird. Uh, anyway, and then there is also sort of the magical reincarnation aspect of stuff in this, where it's like, oh, you know, I mean, with Sailor Moon, except for in the '90s anime where they explicitly state it, we still have talked a lot on this podcast about the fact that it's debatable whether they were actually reborn mm-hmm. or if they just magically appeared with fake memories as teenagers. Right. Um, but, uh, in the end of this series, <laughs> she gets married to Jiro. Sure. And, um, she, uh, goes to live with him and her brothers come with her. 
Uh, and then many years after she has a baby, a little girl who is the magical reincarnation of her mom. That's weird. Yep. That's that yep. makes me uncomfortable. Yep. It's real weird. Uh, what? So what was going I, on? Listen, I think show? that. So. I guess Tezuka just decided that he needed to take it upon himself to make sex education okay I guess so. because Japan's kind of a sexually repressed culture yeah so I appreciate it from that aspect right. of like no 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 we need to talk to our kids about this about kind of sex stuff. and sex is okay and it shouldn't be like uh made to be something that kids are ashamed of right but at the same time uh, but bro don't, yeah, don't, but you're like imposing your very masculine views on female sexuality yeah. on women or young girls. Well, well a nine year old, yeah, specifically. No, it's really uncomfortable. Uh, and so uncomfortable that most Japanese parents hated this show. I'm sure they did. Uh, because it prompted their children to ask them questions about stuff that they were uncomfortable answering. Yeah, which, I mean, that's good in a way. It is good in a way, but it's also. It, but also there were different wasn't, ways to but do it wasn't this. being portrayed in a realistic right. manner right you right, know right so anyway uh yeah. because of all the nakedness and sexy themes uh this show not shockingly did not get an american localization of course it didn't they could have never put this on no. tv and this was for children in japan right right there was no way this no would be for the, kids their the concept states. of of like what's okay for kids to watch in japan is so different from sure. the states it's so different it's gotten so so much better now yeah. um but yeah yep <laughs> oh uh, my god however take a guess what country this aired on tv in We've discussed the countries that typically get yeah. uh, these anime. So probably like Spain. It was not Spain, Italy? but it was it was Italy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Uh, and again, changed her name. To what? Lily. Okay. Which is at least a name. Sure. Still waiting for someone named Stilly. Yeah. Still open invitation. If you know someone named Stilly, yep. tweet at us. Let us know. Send us a send us a Facebook message. Yep. Just post on our Facebook page with a picture of your friend Stilly. Yeah. Even if your friend is a cat. Just anything, anything named, named Stilly. Stilly. We'll take it. Yeah, we as a proper noun. Stilly yeah. as a proper noun is yes. what we're looking for. Yes. Uh, though, interestingly, this did actually air on TV in the U.S. A few episodes did on just one channel in New York City. Oh. Uh, during a Japanese programming block. Oh. Like, it was just, it was like, uh, here are you, our, our Japanese residents. You can watch Japanese programming. Okay. And that, it wasn't, like, translated or yeah. localized or anything like that. It just was on yeah. TV. There was a channel like that on, like, regular cable mm -hmm. when I was in high school. Sure. Yeah, totally. They But it fluctuated between, like, Korean programming yeah, and yeah, Japanese yeah, yeah. programming. Yes, I know, I know exactly the channel you're talking about. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it does still exist. I think um, so. I'm pretty sure that's the channel they're playing in Wii Spa. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> I'm okay with it. I am okay with it. Um, yeah. But as I say, you now actually can watch this series uh, on Vicky.com. Uh, though there's, <laughs> my understanding is there's only a few episodes that have gotten translated into English. It's like user generated. So okay. like people can upload um, English subtitle files. Okay. My understanding only like the first two episodes have them, but again, I couldn't check because i needed a subscription in order to watch it right and, and i just, just assumed that that cost money but i have to be honest i did not confirm that it's fine yep 
I'm not I'm not hurting to watch but, this. But uh, yeah, marvelous <laughs> Melmo. I... So I understand why I, I I accept it as a magical girl series because sure. there are magical items. Right. There is transforming involved, yeah. and I guess. There is a little bit of a secret identity thing of like nineteen-year-old yeah. Melmo not being like surprise. I'm actually a little girl, right. so that makes sense too. But she's not really like hiding. Well, I guess she is because there's another um, part of an episode I watched where there was like a kid drowning, and so she was like standing on the pier with some friends. Mm -hmm. And she dove into the water and then took the two pills to transform uh, into okay. a dolphin. So I think she is hiding that power, yeah, from people, but. Yeah, it's uh, it's very, very bizarre. <laughs> this is just looking at the images that I found on Google. This is a very strange show. Yeah. Well, and Melmo also, because like, I, I guess, it, as is the case with a lot of Tessica's characters, she like crosses over into other some of stuff. his other yeah. stuff. Um, But yeah, she also appears in Blackjack uh, and... The older version of her character design was recycled and used as two different women hmm. uh, in the 1970s series uh, Apollo and Uta. So okay, yep. Well, yep. Yeah, it was so common from freaking male creators then to just be like, "I can't draw. Women are hard to draw." I'm just gonna reuse these women. It's not hard to it's draw women, you guys. Draw women. It's really not. Yep. <laughs> yep. It's, wow. Well. So. Do you feel enlightened? Um, don't know if enlightened is the word. Okay. Okay. I feel informed. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anime's weird. Anime's so weird. Sometimes I mean, I'll come across certain things and I'll just think of that one clip of yeah. Hayao Miyazaki being like, anime was a mistake. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just yes. Like, and, <laughs> and then you hear about shit like this. And you hear about stuff like, like this and you're like, it was, it was, it was a mistake. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty obvious why this didn't have any particular uh, staying power to get remade yeah. many, many times and yeah. sell lots of merchandise. <laughs> what were they going to sell? Bottle Bottles of candy? candy? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Well. Yep. Okay. <laughs> marvelous Melmo. There it is. She's very marvelous indeed. Awesome. In a bizarre way. Sure. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, anime's really, really weird. Anime's weird. Yeah. I mean, up to this point, most of what Everything's been pretty we've covered standard. has been pretty standard. And Princess Knight was a little weird. Like what, a little bit. If you got to sort of the underlying themes, right. like on the surface level, it's it, it's, pretty it's a fun adventure yeah. story. But then you're like, she has a boy heart and and a girl heart. Yeah, and this and, angel's trying to get his wings. Right, that's weird. That's where it starts getting strange. That's where, yeah. But this is just anytime this is <laughs> anytime Christianity is involved, it gets fucking weird. Right, right. <laughs> that's accurate. <laughs> All right, you can put that on a t-shirt. Anytime uh, Christianity gets involved, it gets weird. I'll take it. Sure. So yeah, that's um, it, I guess, yeah. for uh, this episode. I hope you all feel informed. Mm -hmm. And slightly uncomfortable. Because yes. I know I feel slightly uncomfortable. Yes, definitely. Uh, Kelby, what is, uh, what is one good thing that you want to share this week? Like a thing that's making you happy. Oh, um, my, uh, I'm about to go into tech week. 
Oh, for great. The for the play that you're yeah, working that on. I'm stage yeah, managing. that Amanda Miller yes. is in yes, and producing. Y'all should come see it. It's in, If you're in Hollywood, you should come see it. It's called Year of the Rooster. Mm. It's uh, written by a trans woman. That's so fantastic. That's pretty cool. I love that. Uh, and it does examine um, uh, toxic masculinity through cockfighting. Oh, it's, very, it's a very that's interesting really cool. show. It's yeah. a really cool show. And um, it's uh, going to open in about two weeks. So Dope. February 22nd. And then we'll be running every uh, weekend for a month. Great. Yep. I love it. So, yeah, I'm about to head into tech for that. I'm trying to think about my positive thing for this week. Oh, I uh, am in my 30s, Great. but I just got... Uh, a stuffed animal hammock. You know those hammocks that you oh, hang like in the corner of your room. Like, I need to get one of those. I just got one, and it just arrived yesterday. Oh I haven't God. put it up yet, but uh, my parents brought me. Oh, okay. So this is okay. This has turned into a two-part thing. So my parents brought me uh, the rest of the crap that they brought with them when they moved to Arizona yeah. for me to go through and decide whether or not I wanted to keep it. Most of it, it was a fun, just like cool. I yeah. remember this thing, oh, but I'm it. not that materialistic. Yeah. Um. So I threw most of it out, uh, except for all of my old artwork. <laughs> and as I was going through my old artwork, yeah. I was like, I like went through a phase of just drawing a lot of lesbians. <laughs> Good for you. Yep. Yep. So uh, I need to share this beautiful artwork I did of yes. three of the. Uh, Mystic Girls from um, Saga Frontier of it's uh, Acellus and Messerthim and uh, White Rose and it's real it's real good. It's I would love to see yep. it. Yep. Uh, so that'll go on the internet at some point. Fantastic. And you can just enjoy my sexy, sexy energy vampire lesbians. Uh, right. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that's that's that. Kelby, nice. uh, thank you for yes. um, you know teaching me all about Mahotsukai Chappie, yeah. which I feel like I wish I could I think. I wish I could thank you for this. <laughs> but instead but I, you're traumatized. But I'm a little traumatized. Yeah. You're welcome. And uh, I'm just going to have to sit with this information for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So there's that. Um, if people want to get in touch with you and share in your trauma, <laughs> uh, where can they find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Real Feminerdity. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Tumblr, Feminerdity, one word, like Madonna. Uh, yeah, and I am uh, at Emma Fife. If you want to um, yell at me for uh, scarring your ears with the, the <laughs> tales of the, the the Marvel that is Marvelous Melmo, uh, and yeah, you can find me at Emma Fife on Twitter, Instagram, uh, and I also have a Facebook page, Emma Fife, which you can like uh, and find me that way. And then also be sure to you know follow this podcast. You yeah. can like our Facebook page, Love and Justice, a serious Sailor Moon podcast. You, you should do it. You can also follow us on Twitter at lnjpod you can also check out our website lnjpod.com yes. and we're i think podbean is like podbean.com slash love no, and justice it's like podbean.loveandjustice.com okay hold on i think i'm literally i might be making on it that right up. now love no. and justice i'm gonna do this right i always post the links anyway so like you're fine uh it's loveandjusticepod.podbean.com oh okay that's Close. it if you go to lnjpod.com you can you find, can find the freaking link to it it's so fine. There you go. So thanks so much for listening, guys. We're going to be coming your way with more weird 70s anime. Yes. 
probably less weird than Marvelous Melmo. That's that's pretty up that's there. That's pretty weird. Uh, I can't imagine it getting much weirder. Uh, I don't know. But then I it's, say that. I think you might have cursed it. Damn I think it. you might have cursed it. I've done it. Uh, so thank you guys for joining us on this uh, Magical Girl history journey that we are taking. We will be back at you on the internet talking into microphones that gets recorded and transmitted into your ears very, very soon. But until then, stay magical. But stay your age. Yeah, don't, don't it's turn. It's a process. Yeah, you Aging gotta, you gotta, is, you gotta experience you all those years. It. Can't skip them. You can't. Nope. Get down, got to be a town.